Hello and welcome. Welcome back to Trucking Answers, the podcast. Yes, now I will say that and then right as soon as I say it, like I just did, I don't know why I say it. You know you're listening to a podcast, duh. Hey Mark, people know they're listening to a podcast. This is the podcast where you get me only through your ear hole, no other holes. That's pretty good because that's the best way to get me. You don't have to see me smell me or anything else to me please if you ever see me do not sniff me okay so that's not appropriate so i'm here with gracie my co-host who is currently sleeping on the bed when i got up uh so (laughs) presumably she's still there but at any moment she may jump in with some kind of tidbit that she wants to put in there now we're still at 38 countries around the world 38 countries so today you know what the number four this is really interesting to me because they break it down by metro area in the united states the number four most downloaded metro area is lancaster harrisburg lancaster of all the large cities right harrisburg lancaster is more downloads than los angeles isn't that interesting of this podcast no mark it's not well you know what i thought it was interesting so there you go so there We're going to have some trucking news, some automotive news, right? And then yet another reason we are not on Mars. It's the red planet. Do you know why we're not there? Because there's a bunch of idiot, stupid, moron, dumb people here that we have to waste our resources on. uh, And so we can't go because we're busy dealing with them. All right. So that's the story today. So first, I want to talk to you today about something at work. And I want to, I want you to really think about this, all right? So sit back for a minute and really take this in because it's really important to say this, I think, and uh, to get this kind of message out to people, all right? So now a friend of mine at work um, uh, the other day, he sent me a message. He goes, he told me, uh, hey, you know what? My wife passed away. And uh, this is the thing, you know, he's 57 years old. All right. And Mark, you're being a real downer in this. Look, this is going to be an important message. All right. They were married 30 years. They have a 19 year old daughter that still lives at home. So he'll be in his house. Right. Fortunately, he has someone there with him, but he'll look at that door and his wife is not going to come back through that door again. Okay. Because that's it. And that's the message I want to convey to people today. Right. Time time i'm always stressing how important your time is their time together is over all right the things they wanted to do the things they had planned to do that we're going to do that they're putting off doing they're not going to be able to do those things anymore and that's terrible all right that's terrible And I feel bad for him. There's nothing more I could do about it, of course, but that's the end of it. And so when you are working somewhere, your time is the most valuable thing. Schools, businesses, corporations, they want you to work hard, hard work. The value is in hard work. And certainly you should do exactly what you promised you will do, what you agreed to do when you take a job. But the value is not in the hard work. Value is in your time. And road drivers especially, I want to impress this upon you so much that companies should not be able to take your time from you without adequate compensation. 
There's no way you should ever give it away for free. That's why I think drivers should be paid for all of their time. All of it. There's no way that it isn't worth anything. Time is the most important and the most valuable asset you have. It is limited. You have such a short amount of it, such a small amount, a minute amount, really. And I know people are listening going, Mark, you're such a downer. I'm a 28. I got my whole life ahead of me. Well, I'll tell you what. Being in my extreme upper 30s, I'll tell you, the day you look in the mirror and you start to get a gray hair and you realize, you know, that working those long hours is really dragging on you, you know, not like it used to be, those days go quickly. And that time, you can't get it back. Yeah, okay, money. Mark, I need to make money, though. What are you talking about? The road, in my opinion, should only be for a short period of time. If you're single and want to live in a truck for five years to save money, to change your life, that might be one thing. If you have a family, I personally think the only reason to stay in a truck is for a limited time to change your financial situation. It should never be a long-term, lifetime thing where people write to me, Mark, for the last 49 years, I've been gone from my family. Okay? I really don't think that. And anymore, especially, it's just a quick looking around the country. There are local jobs nearly everywhere I look that pay what a road driver makes. So the 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 thing of money can't be a thing anymore. You are better off working 70 hours a week and being home than working 70 hours a week and living in a parking lot for your whole life. And people say, well, Mark, you always talk about road companies. Well, I agree. When you go on the road, which many people have to start there and many people go on the road, you should certainly get the best deal you can and be treated properly. And there's a huge difference. I was just watching a video the other day of a driver who is at a company who shall remain nameless but is headquartered in Omaha, Nebraska. He graduated from truck school, their school, okay? And they don't have any trucks for him or the other people in their school. So he's in a motel, which he showed in these videos, which is a dump. All right. It's a dump and uh, that they've put him up in and they're not paying him anything. And he's been there for days. There's no way you should allow someone to take your time and not give you something for it. And that's at any job. I don't care if you're working at Burger King, if you're driving a semi or whatever you're doing all the time they take from you should be paid. That's why I encourage that. The time that you spend on a 34 break away from your home is only being done because of work. You wouldn't otherwise go sleep in a Love's parking lot a thousand miles from your house on vacation. All right. The time you spend waiting in a dock is only done because of work. You wouldn't go to some cold storage place and sit there, especially for hours, without being paid otherwise, would you? No. Okay, people don't go do that. So that time should be compensated. All of it. Every second of it that a company wants you to do something, they ought to give you something for that time. Because look, that time eventually runs out. And I know from being young 
okay, that you don't think about it. But I will tell you, the time from where you're thinking, I'm young, to thinking, I don't have that much time left, there's not that much time in there. Me, certainly, I understand that the days ahead of me are much fewer than the days behind me. And that comes for everyone. And actually, we never know, right? Today could be it. I could drop off this podcast and be done. You just don't know. That, for sure, we don't know. But I'll tell you, I don't have as many days in front of me as behind me. And somebody, if they want me to do something, they're going to have to give me money for it. A company, when I'm benefiting a company, they have to pay me. Everything has to be paid. For instance, I'm working this weekend. Okay, I'll be out working. Uh, I'm doing a different thing today and then going doing. they postponed my run for me till tomorrow. That's actually paying extra beyond what it would normally pay because I wouldn't come in and do it. I'm like, well, let's talk. What is this going to pay? All right, so I'm getting extra pay beyond the normal weekend pay because I wouldn't come in and do it. And they don't have people that will do it because I understand that my time is valuable. And to have me do something, they need to pay for all of it all of it. And I think that's for everybody. I'm not anybody special. So I just simply wouldn't have done it otherwise because it's time. They're taking my time away from me. All right. They're taking my time in any place that takes your time should pay you. Where it used to be the road paid one and a half or two times what local jobs pay. Uh, you know, in 30 seconds, I was finding jobs in Indianapolis paying 30 an hour plus overtime. That's two plus thousand dollars a week to be home every day. Okay, so I'm not seeing the, the space, the separation in money like I used to that where I'd say, oh, well, absolutely, there's no way you can make more money than being on the road. That's not the case. That's not the case. But if you're gone for 168 hours, every one of those hours should be compensated, in my opinion, in my opinion, because you can't get them back. You have money. That doesn't do you any good. Will you send a check home or would you rather be home? with your family i think it's important and my friend now he's he's gonna go i don't know how many more years right the rest of his life without his wife fortunately he's been home i've known him for over 10 years probably and you know he's been local for many years many many years and so he got that time but i'll tell you nobody as they say right this is always in memes and everything nobody at the end of their life thinks oh you know what i wish i did work more and was away from my family more when it comes down to it, that isn't what's important, is it? Plus, if there's something you want to do, go do it. All right, You want to change the world? Well, get started. You know, you want to go see something? Oh, I want to go to Everest. Go. I wish I could tour around Paris, France. Well, what are you waiting for? You know? Oh, I want to go get this uh, thing. Go get it. You know? I want to go see something? Go see it. Because time, time runs out. Time runs out for all of us. It's running out right now. And that is that a grim thought? Well, you know what? It really shouldn't be a grim thought. What it should be is a thought that motivates you. That says, you know what? I get one shot at this. One opportunity. They should make a song about that, you know? And where <laughs> and that's gonna be it. It's gonna be your shot. You know, leave a legacy. Leave a legacy where people say, Yeah, you know, this person really did something. You can't just be in the history books of your family, well, that person was a driver and then this person, they skip over you, they skip you. Okay, there has to be more. There has to be more to it. And you can't do that if you're not being paid and if you're sitting around, you know, being gone, you can't 
get opportunities to do the things you want to do if you only are home two days a month. I certainly see it for a short term because you can get in easily and boom, get going. It's You're young, maybe you could see the country. You're just starting driving. Go see the whole country. I've been all 48 states like many of you. I get that, absolutely. I think it's awesome. But beyond that, beyond that, why do we give all of our time up, especially considering how much of it is uncompensated and unpaid time? All of it. All of it should be paid, and I'll always fight to get everybody paid for all of their time. 168 hours a week should be paid by every company because the only reason you're there is they sent you there. All right, so that's my sort of depressing but sort of motivating story. I want people to understand that time, time is fleeting. It's quick. It's gone. You look at it, it's gone in an instant. You look it in the mirror, and you're like, wow, <laughs> wow. Where is that person that... I was, you know, where is that person? Well, they're still in there. So let's get started. Let's get started on what you really want to do. Make a plan, make a plan and do it to get local. I know it's difficult to switch and to change to local. What I did is just basically burn bridges. I said, look, right now I'm coming home. I'm never going back on the road. Right. I called the company. I said, I quit. I'm not coming back in. I'm not going to sleep in a truck again, period. And what I told myself uh, is that no matter what, I would not take a job where I had to be gone again because I'd had a few local jobs over the years. You know, after spending decades, I'd gone a couple local times on the road, on uh, uh, local. But I was one, always been back on the road because I always had in my head that, oh, well, you know what? The road is always a backup. Don't have any backups. Say no matter what, I won't go do that thing again that I don't want to do. And you find other things to do, opportunities for you open. But don't be gone and then that day comes when you're alone because the people that you were with, they're, they're not there. All that time went by and you weren't with them. That's really what's important. You think work comes to your funeral? Think work is going to come and visit you in your old age? They're not. Okay. It's your family. It's your friends. Your your things that you do. That's what's important. That's That's kind of the message today that I'm trying to get out. So that's where we're going to go with this. And, um, Look, if you want some help with that, I'm more than willing to help you. So let's get going. Back to transportation news. So there's a driver who was driving and was asked to work over his legally allowed hours by his company. Now, it doesn't say in the article how the driver proved that. I always tell people all this should be done in writing. Regardless of that, the, dri- the driver said no and was fired. Okay, fired. He filed a whistleblower complaint with the Surface Transportation uh, Assistance Act and was awarded money. So he must have had some kind of proof of this because, of course, the company's going to deny this, right? So he had to get $14,000 in back wages, get reinstated, and they had to pay him $10,000 extra in punitive damages for simply asking him to work over hours. That's the thing that I'm trying to say to everyone. Make sure that if a company asks you to do things, Uh, like this that you get it in writing and don't do it because they can't do that companies forever try to get drivers to do stuff that's illegal that's over hours whatever it is you don't have to do any of that all right and you shouldn't have to do any of that no job should make you do things that are illegal just to make a living what kind of job is that anyways 
regardless of all that, so this driver's getting uh, his money and his job. And I'd love walking back in there. Wouldn't you love strolling back in there after the government mandates they rehire you? Oh, I would love it. I'd see you guys got a problem with what I'm doing here. Oh, my gosh. That would be such a great day. 14. What, 14? What am I talking about? They are, there's a big article out now that 40% of trucking capacity is not even being used. And that is contributing to uh, some backups and stuff. You know, what they're probably thinking, though, is that, okay, so the maximum hours and the maximum uh, you know miles that could be used every day versus how many are being used and I don't think that's a good way to do it if you are on a regular run that is less than that you know is the maximum capacity being used I don't know you know uh, not everything can, you couldn't make every truck drive exactly 11 hours every day there's no way to park it there's no it's just not possible to do that so even though that's like some kind of theoretical thing that they would probably like to have happen or whatever. I don't think it's possible to do that. Could drivers be used more effectively? Certainly. Large carriers, really carriers that do these long distance runs should have you drop the load. If there's, it should either be drop and hook or if there's any waiting, it should be dropped somewhere and then local hourly drivers are paid to do that and you're put back on the road with another run that goes somewhere else. Wouldn't that be awesome rather than sitting around even if a company pays $20, $25 an hour, you're much better off just getting another load and leaving and maximizing the uh, your time since you're gone anyways. At least you should be paid, you know, and maximized all that time rather than sitting around while some, uh, you know, capstone person unloads your truck for $773 for two pallets. So I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't know if it's possible. I don't think we can get to 100% capacity. And there was a driver. So he was stopped in Texas for what they said was a traffic violation. They don't say what it is. Who knows? Oh, he probably crossed the line for two seconds. Anyways, I don't know how the police figured this out, but they searched his truck and there is a secret compartment. What's in the secret compartment? A magic lamp? No. $1.5 million in cash and several guns. <laughs> And the thing is, they'll confiscate that. They took a picture of it, of course. They're all proud of themselves. There was probably $2.5 million in cash. That's what I think. They put $1.5 million down on the sheet. Not that anybody would do that. I'm just saying. Anyhow, they took a picture of this, and they'll confiscate it, and they'll make you prove that is legit. Now, why you have $1.5 million in cash in the truck, I don't know. Uh, it seems like there'd be a better way to transport that around, especially in a hidden compartment, although I guess... Where do you want? You're just going to stack that in the shelves? I mean, that's where all the pork and beans goes. So I don't know about that. <laughs> Even if it's legit, though, he's going to have to go to court to prove that it's legit. They're just going to seize that. And uh, the person has not been charged with any crime at the moment. That's what they said. Pretty interesting. But they did take all of his money. I love it. Do you have all this new technology in your car? Smartphone integration. They were talking about Apple and uh, Apple CarPlay, Android uh, Auto, all that stuff. It's one of the biggest headaches people have with cars, even though this is the stuff they ask for. And even though they didn't have that stuff when I was in the cars like that, people would always not understand how the car works. And part of this is the salesman just doesn't do a good job of explaining it. And most of them don't even have any idea how, to, how all the stuff in the cars work. And now with all the more of this stuff, and the higher-end cars have more of it, and who buys those cars? older people so they said so these people are less likely to understand this and more likely to have problems with it 
Plus, you go and think, oh, okay, I read about Android Auto, so I want to go get this. But you're rocking some Galaxy 6 from, you know, eight years ago. And it's not going to connect right with the car. And then you're mad at the car. Like, I paid $90,000 for this Lexus and my, you know, 15-year-old phone won't connect to it. Exactly. All right. You'll get all the new car with the new technology. You can't be rocking this old phone. Well, uh, it's still good. I'm not going to get rid of it. That's not how that stuff works. The technology is very fickle in this kind of thing. And uh, so this has been a big problem in the car industry. That's what they put out there. And I think that if you're, you know, if you don't have the latest phone, but you do have the latest car or vice versa, right? I think it's a problem either way, either way. So don't depend on it to do that kind of stuff. I do want to tell you another reason why we're not on Mars. You know, there's a lot of dumb people on this planet. Uh, we see them every day. Unfortunately, it's illegal to run them over. So we have to just allow them to live their dumb lives. Here in Kingsport, Tennessee, we go this week for a criminal. Yes, another dude. <laughs> right? So a dude sitting around at his house, presumably the same dank basement, cinder block basement apartment with a single metal folding chair and a TV tray with a black and white 13-inch TV on it with rabbit ear antennas. Ask your parents what that is if you don't know. <laughs> and he's like, man, you know what? I need to get some smokes and some money. Now, does this person think, I think I'll open the want ads to go get a job? No. He looks around his little apartment and says, what do I have with me that I could use to get these things? So he grabs what he has with him and heads off to the convenience store. And before he goes in, he puts on his head the thing he took out of his apartment, which is a pair of underpants. So fortunately, he has cut eye holes in the underpants and that makes it easier to see. So he goes in the store. There is video evidence of this with a pair of underpants on and his hand behind his back to show that he has a gun. And he goes up there and says, give me all the cash and don't make me pull this out. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Anyways, he, and they look at this guy and go, are you kidding me? No, they told him no. <laughs> all right. He goes, oh, yeah, well, give me some cigarettes. Now, I'm sure it's scary with someone with underpants on their head with holes cut in it and a pretend gun. But they, again, stood their ground and said, no. And he says on videotape, well, this is stupid, and walked out. <laughs> so he left. He did leave with his underpants, but he did not get cash or cigarettes, amazingly. And it turns out he didn't have a gun with him. Surprise. And he is apparently still at large as the Haynes bandit is uh, presumably what they're calling him. Here's the thing. I think you're better off getting a job than wearing your underpants as a bonnet. <laughs> That's what I think. But the thing is, now this has to go in the system. Police have to look for this guy. They'll put him in there. Has anybody else committed a crime with underpants on their head? Uh, you know, they look at that kind of stuff to see if there's some kind of pattern. And uh, there's no... I don't think they'll do prints. Who knows what they'll do? I don't even know if they'll come out for this kind of thing. In either way, this guy's wasting our resources. He's a waste of life. 
and uh, but we can't do anything about it. And that's why I'm not living on Mars in peace and tranquility. I have to live here with idiots like this guy in Kingsport, Tennessee. If you have any stories of why we're not living on Mars and other people who should be removed from this planet, please write to me, mark at truckinganswersnation.com, and we will get that on an upcoming podcast. So thank you for listening. We will be back soon. I will see you then.